Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Glad to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. I wanted to take this, and with regard to smart cities and 15-minute cities, I wanted to explain how they're alike how they're different, and I wanted to go through all the things or a lot of the things you can expect. I certainly can't cover it in one presentation, but one of the things I think is really important is that you really come to understand that this is here right now, and they're going to do it. They're absolutely going to impose this upon us. Um, Can we stop it? Not without some divine help from above. Um, We're brought to you by Noble Gold. And listen, this is so appropriate. I'll say this. The only things that will get you out of the way of this is gold, some precious metals, obviously. That would include gold and Bitcoin. That's the only way to step out of this. And that will become clear as we go through here. Noble Gold can get your retirement out of the control of the bank and under your control and back it with gold, which is a lot better than a dollar. Noble Gold can also protect your bank account. Want to find out more? Go to DaveHodgesGold.com, and I'll send you a free information packet. And I'm telling you, you leave your money in the bank. Don't worry about it. Well, you won't have to because the Dodd-Frank Law 2010 means they're going to take it when they're in trouble. And there are 4,200 banks plus right now, that are in trouble. So DaveHodgesGold.com, and we can help you out. All right, let's talk about a little bit about the organization. Um, And welcome to everybody. And uh, we're going to be, and I really want a big Q&A tonight. And and I've got a little more time than I've had in the past. Um, I'm not so pressed at the end of the night here, but uh, yeah, i got to, i got to get my workout in. Uh, That's right. I'm just trying to stay. You know, I'm getting so old. When I go by graveyards, men chase me with shovels. So I I try to work out six times a week. I vary it up. I do hit. I do cardio. I do lifting, upper and lower. Um, I try. And I'm actually trying to get to a point where I can maybe step on the basketball court for five minutes. Boy, would that be a trip down memory lane. And her body would be saying, what are you doing here, boss? Okay, let's talk about who's in charge of smart cities. It comes out of Agenda 2030, but they're not operational at the UN. They farm this out. And do you know who they call the secretariat for this? The World Economic Forum. So I recommend that you spend a lot of time 
on the World Economic Forum. And, and they'll tell you, like Clay Clark came on my show several months ago, and he played clips from uh, Harari, the number two man. And he said, free will is an illusion today. Humans are completely hackable. And he's correct. I've actually covered this in other areas. And they want to tie you into the grid so you're like the Borg and you can't exist without being in the grid. And he says it. This information and more and everything you want to know about smart cities is right there. And what's interesting is um, there's been studies done on smart cities and they said it's not going to work. And I don't think it'll work either. And it conflicts for the globalists with some people in the social justice crowd. And I won't get into all the reasons why, but they're at odds with each other on some of these issues. But listen to me. They want this at the top levels, the top echelon. They don't care if it works for you or not. Oh, transportation will be good. You'll be able to go everywhere. And it's snowing. Your bus doesn't show up. And you got 15 minutes to walk to work. <laughs> Can you see that happening? All I have to say is a four-letter word. Maybe it's five. Maui. That's government efficiency. But they don't care if it works. They're going to impose it upon you. So it does come out of the World Economic Forum, and I would say really monitor that site. A lot of people don't know the difference between a smart city and a 15-minute city. A smart city is the overall encompassing plan. Okay, and I'll go through some of the elements here. A, a 15-minute city has to do with regulating travel and the security between the various zones and districts. Have any of you ever driven through uh, New Mexico? Have you noticed they have districts now? They uh, On their highway signs, because when I drive to Colorado, you know, I'll do the uh, I-17, I-40, I-25, and up to Colorado – and in New Mexico, they have signs like, you've entered District 3. I feel like I'm in the Hunger Games movie. But districts and zones are what they're using to refer to for 15-minute city travel zones. New Mexico is already there. And i got to tell you, if you know anything about New Mexico, oh, my gosh. Their governor, Grisham, she makes Biden look honest. Seriously. And uh, can you get a fair election there? Well, a lot of people say no. I don't know. I'm not in New Mexico. But I'll tell you, a lot of people don't like her. But she stays in power. Totally open border. Won't assist the people. Over, uh, you get the idea. But they have districts in New Mexico. All right. Now, a smart city is a top-down model. In other words... There's no grassroots, no decentralization, one size fits all. It reminds me of the old Soviet Union five-year plans. And that centralization of effort never worked. And they don't care if it works. It's centralization for your food. Now, could they be a little more efficient than we anticipate? Yeah, because artificial intelligence is going to control it. Did you see Bill Gates was asked the other day? Bill, are you worried about AI and it could turn on humans? Well, it is a legitimate concern, but I think we can manage it. <laughs> He's saying, I don't care because the transhumanist movement melds man and machine and me, and I plan to be first in line. Doesn't matter to me. I mean, that's 
Bill Gates. By the way, did you see Bill Gates donated $95 million to bail out a wokester? Did anyone see that? He gave $95 million to Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light. Parties at Bill's. Amazing, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. Um, Top-down, centralist dictatorship. Um, When you look at their plans, they have this concentric zone. I talked about that the other night with uh, National ID. Uh, and and you see row after row after row of row after house houses, but you know what's missing? There's two things missing: bars and churches. Isn't that interesting? And there's actually a third thing missing, and I'll get to that a little bit later when we talk about transportation. But what's really interesting to me: there are no churches. Are you surprised? Okay. 2,000 calories per day. Now, some publications say 2,400. Uh, Mr. Jones, you have diabetes. You cannot buy that candy bar. You may not have those French fries. Go home, sir, and eat bugs. They will have that power. Smart grid technology. Mrs. Davis, what are you doing? It's 95 degrees out. The humidity is 50%. You're running your air at 78, and you're doing your dishes and washing your clothes. What is wrong with you? We're shutting the whole thing down for the afternoon. Smart grid. AI. You may get a message. You may not. That's why they have the smart meters in your house. By the way, something interesting about smart meters came out in Virginia Farber's lawsuit against the FTC or the FCC, I should say. Do you know that when temperatures reach a certain level, smart meters can become inflammable? That's what came out in that court case. Interesting, isn't it? I know some of you will start drawing conclusions. Okay, they're also going to have carbon credits. They'll have carbon, what they call carbon offsets. And this is something that people don't understand. This is the biggest ripoff. Okay, I'm a measly little homeowner. I'm retired I don't get out much, don't have a car to go around anywhere anymore. So the government gives me five carbon credits. And I can use it pretty much any way I want as long as I eat healthy and stick to my dictated diet. Uh, But in terms of cooling, heating my home, doing my laundry, using the dishwasher, which probably won't do anymore, probably be doing it by hand, watching television, anything that uses energy, five credits. Now, you have a mid-sized business. Maybe you employ 30 employees. You might get 50 credits. Now you're General Electric. Behemoth organization, owner of ABC, ESPN, and all the things that they own in the media. What do you get? Doesn't matter. You say, what do you mean it doesn't matter? Well, I'm sure there'll be an amount. Maybe they get... 10,000 because they're huge beyond belief. So let's assume they get 10,000, but it doesn't matter. What if they want to spend 20,000? They want to use 20,000 carbon credits, which double more double exceeds their limit. Isn't that going to hurt the environment? 
There's no provision for that. The way that carbon offset works is a General Electric could go purchase carbon credits from other entities that may not use theirs. Maybe they're low on budget. They're cutting back on their work hours. They've cut staff. And so what they end up doing is they end up buying carbon credits and beefing theirs up. And you say, well, well, wait a minute. Aren't we doing that to save the environment and to be carbon neutral? Yes. Then why should someone be able to buy their way out of it? I'm happy to tell you that the creators of this concept in America, you know very well. Do you have any idea who created this concept of carbon offsets in America? A former president. Before he was in the Senate. His name is Barack Obama. And who was actually in charge? Well, it was Valerie Jarrett was actually kind of the number one person. And Barack was the second managing partner. Valerie Jarrett and Barack Obama had something called the Chicago Climate Exchange. And they tried to get this rammed in by the Senate um, when Obama got elected, and it failed miserably. They wanted to cut electrical use for every American power usage by 80%. Do you guys remember this? The year was 2009, and the Senate said, up your nose with a rubber hose. But things were different then. They were different than they are now. Okay, so that's carbon offsets. And people really fail to understand that. Stay tuned. There'll be a quiz at the end. Someone brought up Uranium One. Great topic, but not for this show. Okay. Accompanying this, too, will be something I've spent a lot of attention a lot of time put a lot of attention to talking about, and that's centralized uh, digital currency. Let me tell you how you can recognize when your state's ready to do it across the state. When they harmonize, and that's the key word, harmonize their computer systems that handle finance across the board for the, the state you're in, when they put them under one server, one controller, That means they're getting ready for CBDC. That's the preparatory step a state must take. By the way, guess what state is doing this right now as we speak? Oh, but they don't do anything with smart cities. It's Hawaii. Hawaii is harmonizing all their computers under one house if they have anything to do with finance. And the person who's speaking on that at the conference on September 25th, where they're going to talk about all these wonderful things that are going to happen and why, her job description is that she is a digital currency reform agent. <laughs> I couldn't make this stuff up. If that's not CBDC, I've never heard of it. But central bank digital currency, if you're not familiar with it, let me break it down for you. And I'm sorry, I'll keep it brief because I know a lot of you do know this. Um, Everything you own is tied into digits. And every expenditure you make, unless you get gold and Bitcoin and try to stay off that, that tracking grid, but everything you do is monitored. They can deny purchases. They can approve purchases. They can keep you from saving money. Now, listen to this. One of the keys to Americans up until recently having a better life than the generation before them was because we had generational transmission of wealth. We had very favorable inheritance laws. 
Well, those are going away. And under CBDC, they will disappear altogether. There is a shelf life. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time life on your money so maybe you go out and you get three jobs and you're working 80 hours a week and two of the jobs pay really well and you're walking away you know decent six-figure income and life is good and you got all these credits in the in the bank and the digital system and then you find out I can't save this. Well, wait a minute. I want to start a nest egg and pass it along to little Billy when I when I go to meet my Lord. Can't do that. In fact, they could even encourage you to spend by doing kind of what the, the Federal Reserve does now, printing more money than they have legitimately to spend, exceeding the budget to keep the donor class happy of the Democratic Party. <laughs> I wish I was making this up, folks. They can say, your currency is worth 2% less next month. What are people going to do? They're going to go out and buy and spend. If there was a recession coming or inflation was bad, all they got to do is pull that tactic. But at the end of the day, you will pass along nothing because, see, it's really not your money. It's kind of like you're a little kid and they're the parent 
and they're handing you your allowance. And just like a good parent, you know, if you found out that your 10-year-old was going out to buy some weed, you might step in and do something. You might take that money back. (laughs) That's what they can do to you. And I've mentioned this before, but it bears repeating. When the truckers were going against all the mandates with Trudeau and so forth, and they said it was interfering in trucking and so forth, and so they drove to Ottawa and peacefully protested. Do you remember what Trudeau did? He took their bank accounts. You can't protest against me. How dare you? I'm taking your money. No due process, just executive order. And then what they found out, that Mary Jane gave a $15 pizza to a bunch of truckers, they'll take her bank account. Sally donated $50. They took her bank account. Harry took them down to the local pub and bought them beers. They took his bank account. And this was a beta test to see if the people would have the intestinal fortitude to stand up to this and say, no, we're not doing this. You're not taking our money. They wanted to see if it'd lead to riots because they fear your numbers. This is why they support every lifestyle doesn't end in procreation because they want to reduce the size of the population because your numbers are a sheer threat to their control. They, They are worried about this. And this was the beta test. Will people stand up when other people's bank accounts are stolen? And the answer was no, no. Now we're headed into another lockdown. People say, will people stand up? No, not really. Not really. Um, If history is a good judge, most people will go along with it. I know some of you, I won't. Yeah, but you're here because you're different. See, what is everybody else doing right now? Oh, those people worried about those things. I can't do anything about it anyway. Why even bother? Just sit back in your easy chair, have a couple of beers. I'll get to that in a second, too. And everything will be fine. It'll pass away. See, this is what uh, people said about Hitler when he came to power. How do I know? Because I'm the descendant of relatives that were there. And the, the generally the people, the merchant class, the upper middle class, they thought he was just going to be a passing fad. They said, oh, he's so boring, and he's full of himself, and someday he'll just go away. He did go away after Germany was in ruins. And this is what we're facing, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I mentioned beer. Let's get to the diet part. You know, I'm sure a lot of you had this reaction. You loan nothing and love it, and by the way, you're going to have to eat bugs. Achtung says Klaus Schwab. And you said, no way in hell am I ever going to eat a bug. If they control your money, can they control what you eat? This is why I tell people right now, get your storable food. So you say, Dave, why do you sell storable food? There you are right there. That's one reason. Right there. Dave, why are you selling gold so you can be outside their system as much as possible? Does Is this starting to make sense now? You need Marjorie Taylor Greene already sees this. I mean, she's just not being as forthright as I am about it because she's got to play the politics. But she said we need 
two Americas, a parallel America. She's right. I don't know if we can declare that formally. There's movements underway. The new California movement's really going well. Uh, I know there's people going from California that have worked with Paul Preston. They're going to Hawaii. There is an interest in there in forming a separate state with the islands other than Oahu. I think that's a good move. But at the end of the day, that's not going to solve the problem for CBDC. They can dictate what you eat. And they can also dictate your alcohol level. So those people you're sitting on the couch right now, not listening to us, not caring about what's going on, and you're seeing this in retrospect after you just about lost everything, do you know what, ladies and gentlemen? You're going to lose everything, and you won't even know what hits you. When central bank digital currency comes in, it's the end of the game as we know it. Um, just looking at my notes here. You'll be punished for bad behavior. You'll be subject to confiscation. Your purchases will be controlled. Oh, that'll never happen. Oh, really? We'll ask the people in northern Colorado where BMO Bank has come in from Canada, and they notified their people two weeks ago, and I covered this. After Labor Day, it's all digital, baby, and this is a major bank in northern Colorado. It's already starting. So here's another problem with these cities. Transportation. I've covered this before. Please tell me. You're 75 years old. You're in reasonably good health. Your mind is sharp. But you have a hard time getting around. You got osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis. It's hard to get up and down out of a chair. You maybe can walk about 30 yards until you have to sit down. What are you going to do? Well, I've been assigned to this apartment on the third floor. Take the elevator. There is no elevator. Problem number one. Problem number two. What if you have to walk 50 yards to a bus stop? And how are you going to get to fill your prescriptions? Mass transit? Maybe. Can you trust it? In Denver, it's not bad. In Phoenix, it's a disaster. What's it like in your city? Would you trust your transportation system? I didn't think so. And who's going to enforce all this stuff? Well, there's 10,000 graduates of the Young Global Leaders Training Program. Do you find that interesting? Okay. Smart cities. Continuing. We've talked about diet. How about surveillance? They will find you. In China, they find you if you step outside the crosswalk. They find you if you take too long crossing the street. If you're entering on the blink, you know, on the sign blinking, you get fined. You get fined if you throw something at the trash can and miss it, even if you go pick it up and put it in. Yeah, oh, in China, did you know there's 1.5 people for every camera of surveillance? Did you know that? And I'm wondering, this is all for the environment, supposedly, right? Climate trouble, and we want to make sure people have conveniences. So we have to herd you together like cattle into urban ghettos. 
open air ghettos where you can only travel 15 minutes. Sounds like a good deal, doesn't it? Well, the reality is this. They're telling you they're going to do it for safety. By the way, do you know what they're saying on Maui? And they're also saying this in um, Eugene, Washington, Oregon. In Eugene, Oregon, and also in Maui, you know what they're using to sell these uh, smart programs, smart city programs on? we got to get rid of the cars. They, on the Eugene website, they actually have pictures of people that have died in car accidents. And I, I almost wanted to puke. It's so exploitive. And it said, we don't want any more of these deaths. We've got to get cars. Well, wait a minute, jackass. Do you have public transportation? Well, you may still have wrecks, and the buses may run over the bikes or the pedestrians. But don't confuse them with the facts. And in Maui, they're saying the same thing. They gave the stats. Um, when they say 18 people died on Maui last year in car accidents, and they're actually got to give it a name, and it has zero in it. I forget actually the actual term, but it's zero something, meaning no more deaths by cars. But that's justification to totally get you out of your car. There will be no Uber. No one's going to be delivering your food to you. So what if you're handicapped and elderly? What are you going to do? Now, those of you that have businesses, physical walk-in businesses, right? You have to conform to federal code and state code, correct? You have to be handicap-friendly. If you live on an incline, you've got to have a ramp, and you've got to have the rails, correct? Okay, if you're a gym, you have to actually have the safety rails for the elderly people that work out there. We see this in every facet of our society, Handicap parking. There's not one provision I can find in smart cities where we find these things taken into consideration. Do they not care if these people survive? Is that the goal? And if you look at when does this government ever support the family and having kids? Um, never. When do they support lifestyles that don't end in procreation all the time? Does that tell you something? The birth rate in this country is critical. If you go below 1.8, it takes 2.1 to maintain your population. But if you go below 1.8, no nation's ever come back from that. Right now, we're at about 1.6. Italy is at 1.2, 1.2. We're past the point of no return. And people say, well, we got the immigrants. How long does it take to acculturate an immigrant class, particularly one that's not very well educated? A long time. We're talking a generation. We are in big, big trouble in so many different ways. Um, One of the things I've concluded is this. We're modeling after the CCP, but we have far superior technology. And I've come to the conclusion we're becoming the CCP. I had a lady named Tina. I knew her. She's an entrepreneur, businesswoman, owns her own business. And she came here from Iraq. And I remember one night we had a deep philosophical discussion about stuff. And she said, you know, Dave, it's really disturbing to me that I came here to get away from certain things in Iraq 
And now those things are appearing here. And I met this other guy, um, pretty good English, actually was a teacher. And uh, I forget what they call their lowest grades, but like K through eight. And he, uh, he told me I came here from Venezuela because it was so terrible. And he goes, I see the same things going on here that I see in Venezuela. And I said, well, not to worry. By the way, they say there'll be less crime in a smart city as they crowd everybody together in what I call stack and pack. But can I ask you a question? Did you ever take psychology when you were in college as an undergrad? Did the professor ever teach you what happens when you crowd rats together or humans together? What happens to the crime rate? It goes to the roof, doesn't it? Absolutely. So they say they're going to lower crime by 30-40%. What I'm telling you is what I know about human behavior, what I taught for decades, that's just not true. They're pulling up numbers out of thin air. They're just making this crap up. I have some other notes here that I thought that you would uh, be interested in. There will be no alternative media. They talk about the centralization of news. They want news people can rely on, and it's the same everywhere, so we can minimize conflict between various groups. (laughs) One of the studies I... The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. I've read, though, two of the studies I read actually talked about law enforcement and AI. If they use AI to say this is where we need to focus our, our, our efforts, they found that they started targeting groups. AI started targeting groups. For example, if you had someone with more race was committing maybe 5% more crimes than the other races, this would get more severe police attention. That's AI. And that's a concern for people that have programmed AI. So that that's really a concern. But what they want to do with the Internet is they want to control your buying habits. They want to promote trends that you'll pursue. They want you to believe the state message. They want you to think this is the way it's supposed to be and you have no choice. And I'll tell you, here's the proof for this, too. I talked about this a year and a half ago, and it's come back. And they're attaching it to the defense bill, which means it's probably going to pass. It's called the Journalism Competition and Protection Act. And basically, it'll put people like me out of business and will allow for the formation of huge monopolies in violation of antitrust laws. Gee, just in time for the 15-minute cities and and the smart cities. So anyway, I'll I'll open it up for questions. Someone said here, the minority report. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good comparison that that popped in my head. Melissa saying George Orwell was right. Yeah, he was, but I don't think he went far enough. By the way, do you know he died the year after uh, the book was written? Surprise, surprise, right? Um, Okay, so do you have any questions? 
Well, if you don't, I think I have the numbers here somewhere. I may have them right here. I wasn't going to do this, but if you don't have any questions, I think I've got some numbers here. Yes, I do. Would you like to know the penetration in uh, in the world? First of all, the best smart cities right now are uh, Singapore, uh, Copenhagen, and Oslo. A hundred cities have been targeted for smart cities as of September of 2021. And then they want to go from Asia to Africa. And here's why. It's kind of interesting. I thought about this for a while, and I said, I get it. I know why they want to start in third world countries, because there'll be less opposition. They'll be happy to modernize. They'll look at it as lifestyle improvement, and they won't meet the resistance they will here. They started here, they'll get revolution. So what they do is they learn their lessons, their beta tests on third world countries before they fully install it in Europe and the United States. And by the way, they have targeted right now the C40, and that's the group in charge of this. The C40 is targeted 1,140 cities in America. Okay, now, we have smart cities in progress right now, and since you didn't seem to have any questions, I'll go ahead and I'll go through some of those with you. Um, What I'm going to read to you is the city and their percentage of estimated completion to be a complete smart city. New York City, 25%. San Francisco, 21%. Chicago, little over 20%. Seattle, 19%. Let me hold it right there. Do you see a trend there? Does anyone see a relationship between these four cities? They're heavy Democratic cities, aren't they? Pretty amazing. Austin, just under 19%. Boston, a little over 18%. LA, 17.6%. And Toronto, 16.5%. So American plus one Canadian. Okay, now that's where, to me, that's really, really interesting because they're not even bringing it here full force yet. They want to beta test it in those third world areas I just mentioned. But look the penetration level they already have. By the way, do you know what the most common residence will be? Three to 500 square foot micro apartments for you and your family. Okay, let's look at Europe. Number one is Stockholm. I think it's about 26%. Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Barcelona, Moscow. That shocked me because it's not like Moscow's kissing and making up with the WF. No. Berlin, Hamburg, and Paris. You know, they made a big announcement three weeks ago. Do you remember? Paris is going to go smart city. Guys, they've been doing this for two years. I don't know why they play these games. It's absolutely incredible. Um, There are 36 pioneer cities in this country right now. 36. By the end of next year, they think they're going to have 1,000. I just want to stop for a second, set my notes aside, just speak to you frankly. There is no constitution. If the World Economic Forum is the secretariat of this, and that's what the the UN claims, uh, who elected them? And if we don't like their policies, how do we get rid of them? Answer, we don't. And it's top-down management. So leaders are controlled using various methodologies. And then 
money is used to the process. You can use the carrot, you can use the stick. For example, for you know how they make people fall in line in Arizona? We have really corrupt um, system here in Arizona, how we pick our politicians. You know, the system can work for you, can work against you. And the people who are the worst right now in Arizona, they're not the Democrats any longer. That used to be true. Now it's the rhino Republicans. You can't trust anything in government now. It's totally become organized crime from the top down. And those 10,000 global graduates, the Young Global Leaders Program, they have, most of them are American, and they have infiltrated our political infrastructure. And this is why you see all this stuff. And they get funded in the elections. I mean, how many DAs has George Soros got elected? Do you think he stops for that? He even does the bigger school district school boards. I, I think you should still keep voting, but if voting changed things, Donald Trump would be president and Carrie Lake would be the governor of Arizona. There has to be other solutions. Anybody want to chime in on that? Because that'll be the last thing that I give you tonight. Okay, I'm seeing some questions here. I'm not sure what the reference is. And, of course, we'll give some preference here to the Super Chat guys who might have a question. So let me scroll up here and see if there's anything here. Um, Why have I spent so much time on this today, and why am I going to such detail here? You know, I have to be honest with you. I'm only scratching the surface. How medical care is administered, that's going to change. You're going to be limited on your medical visits. Um you're going to have, you know how they have these accounts that if you're in really good health, you know, you uh, only have limited coverage, but you'll be okay because you don't go to the doctor that much. I forget what they're called now, HSA accounts, I think. Anyway, they're going to do that with healthcare. You're going to be limited and rationed. Well, wait a minute, I have dialysis treatments. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Do you know with uh, the uh, health group in, in Great Britain? Do you know they don't give, I, I can't believe I'm even going to tell you this, but I've known this for years. You don't get dialysis past age 45. You get comfort medication. You're sent to various places to die. And I'm being very serious. And this is what I think they're going to do with the people who are terminal. They're not going to pay for them. They're going to send them to camps. And if you don't believe me, you can go look up ESF from Human Health Services, ESF 8 through 14, I believe. And it's about transporting people who are doomed to, deemed to be a medical burden or a threat to their community. And there were 17 federal agencies attached to this. And I wrote about this when they came up with this. And this is probably in your state plan. I think all 50 states have plans that echo what this says and what they'll do is they actually can take you for a sneeze and i kid you not it's that liberal but they have great detail about how they'll transport the person from their home to the facility but you know there were 17 agencies attached and not one was medical 
I'm not sure what to make of that. I don't want to draw any conclusions without facts. But you had the FBI, you had the DOJ, you had all these groups, and they were mostly law enforcement. But no Doctors Without Borders, no Kaiser Permanente, no Cigna, no Banner. Isn't that interesting? They're going to send people away for their good and the good of the people around them. This is from Human Health Services, by the way, is done in conjunction with the UN. How many of you have not heard of this? You should go to the commonsenseshow.com website. If you put that in the search engine, you can read all about it. Anyway, someone says right here, and I, I should, probably should mention this to you too, um, talking about C40, and people that are saying this are pretty much on the money. Um, there's also, here's another thing they do to get around your individual decision-making. The mayors belong to the global covenant of mayors, GCOM, GCOM. Used to be the Council on Mayors, but now it's now the Global Covenant of Mayors. I want you to hear this. Your city most likely belongs to the Global Covenant of Mayors. Why? Because they get the smart city legislation handed to them while they're wined and dined, and then they come back. So if you wonder why smart growth is the same in Philadelphia as it is in Los Angeles, I'm telling you that's why. They get their legislation written by the same people on a wine and dine weekend. The same thing is true for ALEC. Have you heard of this? American Legislative Exchange Commission. And they take the top 2,400 state legislators from across the country, and they do the same thing. Now, it's really easy with the Governor's Association. The National Governor's Association, the same thing. And they've even subdivided that one the Western Governors Association, and they have the same exact policies across the board. It's destroyed the Tenth Amendment. We used to say all politics are local. With this top-down dictatorship, I don't think you can say that any longer. So anyway, I, I hope I haven't gone on too long. I hope I have provided you with valuable information. And I'll just look here at the board here and see if there's any more questions. I plan to do these about twice a week. And it'll be between Monday and Thursday, and I'll do an announcement before. I did it today. We've got a lot fewer people than we've had, and that's because we've done it three days in a row. But I really wanted to get this out here because, ladies and gentlemen, they're showing you where they're taking you. And they're not taking you to freedom they're taking you to a hellhole that you won't even recognize. And everything I have shown you or told you, and it's all there for you to look up. I wish I could give you good news, but I think it's going to get darker before it gets better. Those people that have Jesus on their side will respond in faith, and they'll have less anxiety. For people that kind of live moment to moment, they don't have a spiritual attachment, and they live on their feelings, I'm not being critical, but these people are most likely to be the ones that will panic. They're the ones that will 
lose sleep. The first group will say, dear God, please help me with this in Jesus' name, da-da-da-da-da. Please strike down these evildoers, whatever it would be. But they'll have the faith and confidence that in the book of Matthew it tells us that if we're true to the Lord, he will protect us. And that's really true. And uh, one thing I'm going to warn you about, too, and this is a different topic. I'll do this next week. All the talk on UFOs. Oh, they're ETs. Tomorrow. We have a couple more postings that I've scheduled to come out for later tonight. Oh, yeah, there's some big news. There's some big news. And I didn't even cover the Kamala news. I'll do that tomorrow. We'll see you later. Thanks for joining us. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.